This is the theme song. It's Heavy Hitters, episode number three. Get ready to hear some shit from me. I'm Kenley. This is Randy. This is the theme song. <laughs> Season two, episode three. <clears throat> Hi, Miranda. Hello. Welcome back to the cornfield, motherfuckers. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. We told you last week we'd see you next Tuesday, and here we are. Yeah, seeing you on a Tuesday. Imagine that. Imagine it. Okay, I'm going to stop talking like that, even though I'm <laughs> not going to lie. It's kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh. How are you doing? How's your week been? My week, um, you know, since it just began, um, it can't get much worse. It can oh. only go better, right? Is, is that how this goes? Well, maybe. I don't know. I mean, like, since the last week we recorded. In, you know, in okay. <laughs> LOL. Okay, so last week we recorded, um, I came down with a migraine, like, a book and shit box of migraine and like it was funny because we were talking in the episode i was like oh haha am i a witch i have a headache right now and um yeah my body was like you're a witch bitch (laughs) and so i had a four-day migraine and i've had chronic migraine for like 12 years but i haven't had them i've had them pretty well under control for the last few years like i've been very lucky like thankfully um not not last week though so it ended with a trip to the doctor and three shots in my ass and i had the best fucking nap i literally i left the earth and came back because my life like i seriously just i felt like a different person when i woke up it was really nice i was in a daze like, I didn't feel, like, 100% for, like, probably a day and a half after I had the shots. But, sure. dang, it it did what it needed. And I slept amazing. I slept from, like, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. And then I went back to bed at, like, 9 or 10 again. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was nice. That is- I, I, I gotta say that, but... Well, I my mean, granos are no buenos. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say what, what led up to it was not nice, but that's nice. Like, right. I, like I said to you... When you got the shot and everything, there's just nothing more euphoric than, like, the day that you snap out of a migraine. Oh, my and gosh. it's like, oh, my God, yeah. life can continue as normal. Like, I'm not going to feel like that forever. <laughs> yeah. And, like, this weekend or, like, the, the past weekend, I had a bunch of plans. I was supposed to go um, across Iowa, go to a, a family member's wedding, and then my niece got sick. And I was going to go with my sister and my mom and my kid and, well, like, and our kids – and my niece got sick and she had strep throat and we were like, oh my God, no, we cannot go to this yeah, wedding no. and get like everyone sick and like four hour drive. Hell no, right. not like that. And she was so sad. She's like, I don't get to go to the wedding anymore. Oh, like, oh honey. No, because you're sick as fuck. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so we didn't go to the wedding and I ended up like having a completely empty day. And it was literally, like you said, euphoric because I cleaned my house. I went on a six mile walk. It was an accident. I got lost in the town that I live in. Yeah, it's possible. Whatever. That's all. That's all the details you're getting because I'm embarrassed as fuck. But um, like did all that. Got some weightlifting in. Did some fucking yoga. Like I went hardcore hippie mom. I even like made some homemade meals. Like 
I feel like a different woman. Like even today, right. I, I still feel much better. So you're like yeah. riding the high, <laughs> right? Literally, <laughs> literally. And I've already had to take more medication for a migraine because this oh, morning yeah. was bad. But yeah, okay. Let's stop talking about migraines. Um, yeah, because then it'll happen. Right. How I are don't you, Randy Pandy? Miranda um, the Panda. Has anyone ever called you that? Uh, yeah, Miranda Panda. Well, I'm never gonna do it again because I hate it. So. Oh uh, yeah, it's uh, it's fine. It's it's unoriginal, honestly. If you call me that, <laughs> and you're not Kenzie, just come up with something new. Um, how was my week? It was uneventful. So, I mean, I feel like I say that every week. I feel like something happened this week for what you. This week for me. I, I, um, I, don't, I don't know. I could have sworn something. Then <laughs> I worked. Hmm. Oh, what did you do last weekend? You you like hardly even told us about your trip. Well, that was a few weeks ago. We went to Omaha. That was literally the weekend before, like that. Not this weekend, but last weekend. Was it? I feel like it was like yeah, October it was fourth or something like that. No, <laughs> no, it wasn't. Are you sure? Do you <laughs> yeah, know it was like Shanae's birthday weekend. Okay, it was the weekend yeah. of your anniversary. Well, that's just the same shit, different day. Honestly, we don't we don't go places often though, because I mean, honestly, that was that was like our anniversary gift to each other was going on the trip, which I say trip. We literally went for one night, um, but still, it looked fun. Like, and that looks like a lot of fun. That's the most I can get out of John. That's okay. Same unless, with my husband, though. <laughs> unless we're going somewhere that like he really wants to go to, but any of those places were too far to go for, you know a weekend so right yeah. right Alrighty. so are you sure you have nothing cool that happened to you this week i don't think so if if um i did it was only cool in the moment because i <laughs> no longer think it's cool i know i'm like should i go back through our text and see if you said anything as i reflect back <laughs> sorry if you're listening to this and it involved you and <laughs> you thought it was cool but <laughs> It wasn't that impressionable to me, apparently. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, our neighbor got arrested, but that was a while ago. Oh, yeah, that was a while ago. Oh, wait, you had a prank. Someone made a prank called the 911. I'm going back to our time. <laughs> that happened. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that was a good time. That was some spooky Halloween shit. Yeah, super fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's harvest season. People are shaking things up. <laughs> That, that's some big news you know the the um grain elevator here in town they have taken over a city block with their overflow so there's oh. just corn sitting in the middle of town literally, really? literally. an entire block of corn so that's, that's fucking awesome should we go play in Iowa. it i want to play in it i'm scared i'd get lost in it <laughs> oh my gosh what dude those the corn like it's like a sandbox full of corn those things mm-hmm. are so popular these days that like fall festivals and stuff yeah like, hudson and i played in some corn last week and it was so fucking cool <laughs> right see that's one thing but i feel like this is like a glorified grain bin and you know if you fall in that it's it can get scary it can get a little spooky that that do sound a little scary you can literally die <laughs> literally <laughs> okay oh. okay well since you don't have fun ever <laughs> how about we um just get into it. Okay, let's do it. We'll get into the spook, spook, and spooker of it all. Perfect. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Um, so like I said, I redid um basically the entire episode an hour ago. 
just because so well i talked to our um what is it called like our test group our test subjects so basically i went around my circle of dedicated um podcast listeners <laughs> aka my son my two dogs and my husband who <laughs> does not listen to the podcast and has never listened to the podcast and i was like yo would you rather hear a podcast episode about how halloween became halloween or the first haunting Ooh. And he did say the first haunting. Ooh. So, you know, I can't uh, stand down to an expert like him. So, so and, and since he voted on this, um, Bubba, thanks for listening to this episode. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Bubba. Welcome. Can't wait <laughs> for you to listen. Okay, so basically, we're going to start out with a couple fun things. Just because we're getting halloween I love I love Halloween. Same. Um, weird. Could you tell? <laughs> Alrighty. So, yeah. Like I said, I wanted to do an episode about the first haunting. Like, the first ever, you know, recorded haunting. But the thing is, that's really difficult. And there are, like, you know, a million first evers. Because that's just how the world works. Oh, um, yes. And how, like, you know, time goes. But anyway. So, then I kind of dialed it down a little bit. So, sorry for anyone who does not give a fuck about the Americas, the U.S. Asians, um, we're going to do the first haunting recorded in the United States. Okay. Okay. So anyway, let's draw back a little bit. I got some stats because I wanted to ask you some questions to lead into it for, because I can. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Miranda? Yes. Do you believe in psychics? Yes. Okay. Well, you're a part of the 37% of Americans that do. Wow. Do yeah. You? Yeah, I think I do. Okay. I believe that psychics exist. Do I believe that they all know what the fuck they're talking about? That's a different question because I've never actually dealt with one. But I think oh. it'd be really fun. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, that's interesting. Oh, yeah. I forgot it, that you've had – that you need to tell us about I, your time <laughs> with your psychic. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's for another episode. <laughs> I know. You keep saying that. We're going to do it sometime. We're going to – Someday we will. Comment below if you want to hear Miranda's psychic story. I feel like I need to have my me mum on yeah, for that. Dude. Mother Alicia. <laughs> okay. Um, so, do you believe in vampires and werewolves? Mm, no. Yeah, no, I don't either. <laughs> um, but 7% of Americans do. Okay, let me, let, okay. I believe, oh, I, I mean, I know there are people who drink other people's blood and that's nasty um but to me that's so just like, like a diet cannibal well yeah exactly they're like self-diagnosed vampires but they're not like twilight vampires i mean they're no. not gonna live for as they long as Edward colon and they're not gonna have you been 17 they're not gonna have a little baby child that a werewolf is in love with when the werewolf is 18, when the baby's born, if you know what okay, I'm saying. Okay, if you had a baby and you named it Renesme style, what would your kid's name be? Like, huh? Oh, if I moms, named it Renesme? Renesme style. Like, what would your baby's name be if you were named Renesme? Renesme style. Barblisha? <laughs> I think Barbisha. Barbisha. Alicia. Okay, no, that's better. That's better. Um, I... Okay, well, I have stepmoms, and my husband has a stepmom, so we've got a couple different variations. You um, could have a long-named child. It could be Sandrina. Oh. Sereri. Sereri? Or Karina. Karina's not that bad. 
No, Corinna's that's actually name. a name. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, Cersei. Oh. Isn't that a name? Isn't Cersei? Isn't <laughs> yeah. that a name on like um, Game of Thrones or something? Probably. Now you have yeah. to combine all four. All four. Okay. So I've got a Serena, a Nancy, a Carrie, and a Sandy. Um, Nancerson. Nancer. Nance Ranindi. I think Nance Ranindi. <laughs> oh. Nancerindi. It's like Nancer- me. Nancerindi. Nancerindi. <laughs> um. Interesting. Suri Sansi. Suri Sansi. That's what it is. Oh, perfect. Suri Sansi. And that's got to be a girl. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now on the flip side, if you did dad's names for a boy. Dad's names, okay. Well, that's easy. There's only three. Um, (laughs) There's only three. Just Ames. Um, (laughs) Langston. Langston. Well, Langston's a word, so Langston's not that off. True. True. Lames. Lames. That is Jim. Or James. Lames. <laughs> or Lanes. Lanes. Lim. Lustin. Lustin. <laughs> what would yours be? Um, ours would be Kevly. Kevly. Bradvin. <laughs> you could just call him Brev. Brev. Brevin. Brevy. Brevy. Hey, Brevy, gr- go grab mommy a bevy. <laughs> I, <laughs> I feel like Eminem. No, now, now you're giving the white girls ideas. We need to stop. <laughs> True, we need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not cutting any of this. <laughs> you shouldn't. <laughs> Everyone's going to be like, okay, we're going to fucking quit. They're 20 our, minutes in and they haven't gone to the goddamn derailing. <laughs> Okay, so then my next point. <laughs> Hong Kong. We're coming back. Um, do you believe in ghostesses? Yes. So what's really funny is um, 37% of Americans believe in psychics, whereas only 36 believe in ghosts. And it's like, to me, if you believe in, like, the psychics who technically connect you to the other world, how do you right. not believe in people who inhabit the other world? Yeah. Or are they thinking of psychic as, like, I can see your future? Yeah, but can't psychics see a lot of the past? And they'll be like, your grandma says she still loves you, Sandra. Well, that's a Does medium, that which is like a... A psychic medium. A that's sub a, a sub variation of psychic. Okay, well, you're going to have to learn me all about that next, in, next week in Miranda's Psychic Corner. <clears throat> okay. Okay, but anyway. So my next question is... I don't know where any of these come in together, but I just thought this would be a fun activity for us. Um, anyway, so what state is the first ever haunting recorded in the USA? Well, my brain says Connecticut just because of the movie A Haunting in Connecticut, but I don't think that's accurate. I'm going to say... I feel like it's got to be somewhere in, like... The original 13, probably. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Um, so, so, like, technically... Massachusetts? Oh, you said... Mm, I thought you got it right, but you got it wrong. It's Maine. Oh, Maine. I always forget Maine. about Maine. Yeah, I know. At first I was like, Maine, what state is that? Nope, that's, that's the state. You fucking idiot. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So basically, in 1799, 
it happened in Sullivan, Maine, like I said. So Sullivan was a cute little town right on the coast, um, like lots of fishermen and stuff. Fishermen. Fishermen. <laughs> um, Sullivan was home to a man named Abner Blystow. Oh. Um, and it was Blystow maybe with one L, maybe with two. Um, you know, this story is a little bit confusing, honestly, because I, I went off four <laughs> different articles that I could find. And oh, they were shit. all slightly varying. Okay. Um, and then there's two different ways. Okay, I tried to condense it. I basically put all the stories together because I was like, if I'm going to lie, I'm going to do it with all the best parts of all these stories. Perfect. <laughs> so I didn't really leave anything out. So anywho, starts with Abner. And then there's also this local pastor who might not be local because, like I said, all the stories were conflicting. But all involved the pastor whose name was Red... 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 Reverend Reverend <laughs> Abraham Cummings. Oh. So these are okay. our two guys. Okay, so anyway, back to Abner because his story is like the most prominent one. So Abner Pride <clears throat> I quit. <laughs> okay. Okay. Alright, back to Abner. His story is the most prominent one. So like, okay. Abner lived with his two teenage kids, Lydia and Paul. In a home on the shores outside of Sullivan, in Sullivan. I don't know. I don't. They they didn't come with a map. Okay. In um, near on around Sullivan. In or around? Yeah. Okay. So, one day Abner and his daughter Lydia, who was fifteen at the time, were like chilling in their house, and then they hear a disembodied voice come from the cellar. Ooh. Yeah, and they were just like, what? So they're the like, voice... Paul, get the fuck up here. Right. Yeah. I don't know where the fuck Paul was, but it was just Lydia and Abner at the time. They were like, the voice was like, I am the dead wife of Captain George Butler, born Nellie Hooper. Okay. So she had an entire speech. <clears throat> yeah. This was, she wasn't just like, boo. Nellie was about to go off. She was not like, boo, bitch. She was like, I haven't, I have intentions and I'm going to set them clearly. She's like, okay. I have a story to tell. Right. So, basically, that was, like, the clear-cut quote that we've got. We love alliteration, by the way. So, anyway, it was thought that Nellie was going to go, like, going to try to get Lydia to marry her husband for her. Oh. So, three years before this, Lydia croaked. Um, Honestly, it was in a really sad way that a lot of women died at the time. She died giving birth. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, I don't know if Nellie was like, damn, my hubby is lonely. He's a lonely... He needs a teen bride. Boat captain. Well, okay, back in those days, I mean, it wasn't really that, like, out of the ordinary for 15 and 16-year-old women to get married. And right. George was pretty young. He was 29. Oh, my God. Twice <laughs> her age. <laughs> yeah, give or take a, a couple years. <laughs> yeah, mm. anyway, so like I said, like, Young brides weren't, like, out of the ordinary for the time, but Lydia and Abner were not fans of Nellie's suggestion. Abner knew Nellie's dad, whose name was David Hooper, and he lived a few miles from him. So, Abner sent for David. Nellie had died three years before, like I said, during childbirth. And, like, what's dumb to me is there's no report of what happened to the baby. Did the baby die? Did the baby live? Do, do oh, it? yeah. Maybe Lydia... Needed to marry Captain George because Nellie's baby needed a mommy. Yeah, but that's what I'm, I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. literally none of those articles I mentioned said anything about a child. So, cool. Of course. Right. So, 
David was obviously a grieving father, and he, like, when they came to him, he was kind of like, are you fucking with me? Mm-hmm. You, um, he's like, this is a sick joke. <laughs> this is a sick joke, bro. Anywho, he agreed to go and check it out because he was, like, intrigued as well. Back in the cellar. So, they're hanging out there, and Nellie speaks again. No one knows what the fuck she said, because why would any of the reports say that? This whole interaction made David a believer. He's quoted to have said, She gave such clear and irresistible tokens of her being my daughter and gave me no less satisfaction than admiration and delight. So he was, whatever she had said, proved it. Like, you're my kid. This is my, this is the ghost of my daughter. Wait, I thought that was the ghost of, oh, oh, yes, 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 okay. Yeah, David. David is Nellie's dad. In my mind, I'm thinking David is Nellie's husband, widow. No, that's Captain George Butler. Yes. This is David Hooper. David Hooper. Hoopa. He played basketball. Yeah, he did. Back in the (laughs) 1700s. That's all they did those days. (laughs) All right. So people kind of got, like, this this got attention because, you know, people talk when ghosties visit them. And at the time, like, no one had said or had seen her. It was just, like, her fucking voice. And they were like, what the fuck? And she's hanging out in the cellar. Oh, and later on, they had asked her, Nellie? Why are you only talking in the cellar? And she's like, I didn't want to scare children. Oh. So I'm just going to hide in these random fucking people's houses. Oh, okay. In the basement of this, this people's house. Okay. Okay, Nellie, you make no senses, but I digress. All right, so after the disembodied... In, in... <laughs> disembodied? After the disembodied voices got less scary to people, Nellie was like, I'm going to ramp it up, buds. So she appeared as an apparition to none other than Abner's teenage son, Paul. Oh, okay. She scared the hell out of Paul. Well, yeah, Paul probably pisses pretty little pants. I mean. (laughs) Dude, that's really funny. That's like in my next line. Um, So Paul was walking through some fields, like checking on crops and shit. And he like looked back and saw Nellie floating behind him. And he was like, fuck this. And he ran all the way back home. And like I said, probably had to go change his undies. (laughs) Oh, Paul. <laughs> yeah, and Nellie was like, Paul, you're a bitch. And she straight up, straight up was like, later, okay, sorry, later that night, Nellie appeared to Paul again, and she scolded him for not talking to her. Oh. She's like, bitch, you're not very personable. I'm the first ghost you're ever going to see, and this is how you treat me? No, I'm, I'm full disrespect, but. <laughs> full disrespect. <laughs> and Damn. Right. So by that next spring, like we're talking like uh like January, February of eighteen hundred, um, lots of people had heard of Nellie's ghost and Sullivan became kind of like a tourist spot. Like people were coming to like visit and like talk to Nellie and she would like talk to people. Oh um, yeah, it was crazy. So but then like oddly enough, like my how the turntables, um people must have like actually scared Nellie. Because her little ghosty self disappeared for four months. It was because her feelings were so hurt from Paul being rude. <laughs> Probably. She was like, I just want Paul to love me. We could be Speak friends, to me, Paul. Paul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So in the meantime, oddly enough, George did remarry. Just like they said Nellie wanted him to. But not Lydia. Well, here's the deal. Most accounts report that it was Lydia. One account is just like, yeah, George got remarried. Oh. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay. Page turn. Okay, so George and Lydia got married in May of 1800. 
And then the very next day, Nellie appeared to Lydia and George. Even though she wanted them to get married at first, she brought them a bad omen. She was like, Lydia, you're going to die in childbirth. Ooh. Yeah. Just, just like I did, Lydia. You're going to fucking die. So, good luck. And, you know, they didn't have birth control or condoms back then. So, ten months later, Lydia sadly died of childbirth. And, like, that, to me, is fucking creepy. It's like, did she do something? Right. I mean, why did she want him to get remarried just to, right. like, curse the marriage, basically? Like, that right. doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, well, and it's also said that there was one day um, Nellie woke up and she was standing at the end of his bed and she was literally, like, gave him, uh, quote, a tongue lashing. Oh. Yeah, she gave him a tongue lashing for marrying again. And for being rude to her apparition, like, she gave No, Paul. that's Paul. Yeah, okay, yeah, <laughs> no. basically. Why yeah. she want to visit everyone in bed? I don't know. Give people privacy. Give people some privacy, Nellie. <laughs> Go back to the cellar. Except not my cellar, Nellie. It's okay. No, 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 no. I think I think Nellie's like one gone though. Um, oh, hopefully. Yeah. Rip. Either way, I do not claim that energy. <laughs> rip in peace. Um. Yeah. Anyway, so Nellie then disappeared again. So like that was May that she disappeared because she was like, "Yo, you're gonna die," and then like, psh. okay, it so right. Well, Nellie came back in August of that following year, like that 1800. So this was like interwoven with Lydia being pregnant. Okay, I was gonna say. Right, 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 right. So, anyway, Nellie was like, shenanigans! Um, she started talking to people. Like, she would just appear to random people. Um, if people were, like, naysayers, she would, like, appear to them and shit-talk them. <laughs> oh! Yeah. Um, she would, like, go on, like, religious talks. Like, she would, like, get up on her soapbox and, like, talk about religion to, like, groups of people. Oh. And then, like, like I said, like, this is extra shenanigans. She would lead people into the woods and then disappear. Like, a mile or two into the woods. And be like, follow me, I got something to show you. I, like, I don't know. It didn't say, like, on what premise she led them into the woods. It was just, like, she, she led them in. And um, would be and like, good luck getting out. Ha ha. <laughs> literally. Literally. Within a few days, she, she took 48 people into the woods <gasps> and just left Holy them there. shit. Maybe she yeah. wanted them all to have a party or something. Yeah, I don't know. I have no clue. Like... Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> let's backtrack a little bit. We've got Red Cummings. Um, so yeah. So like a like a flip side to the story, like forget everything I just told you. Okay. Or like forget most of it. So some of it says that Reverend uh a Reverend Cummings was like a local pastor and just was like a naysayer. Like he didn't believe in ghosties. Nothing like that. Okay. He's, he's above that because he has Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um but he has the power of God and anime on his side. That's fucking wonderful. So yeah, basically that's that's Reverend Abraham Cummings. <laughs> Reverend Anime Cummings. Anime Cummings. I thought you meant like anime, like a woman. Oh name. no, anime. The, a- the anime. cartoonies. Anime. The big eyes. Yes. Okay. Anyway. So um there's another flip side of the story that Reverend Cummings was actually the first person to ever have seen Nellie. So in this rendition of Reverend Cummings' story, he was a traveling pastor and he was staying at the Blysdales. Like, I don't know. It it was like, he was like down in his room. So I don't know if that meant like he was in a, in the cellar. Like maybe that was like his living quarters here. Like go live in the fucking hole. We 
cleaned out in the dirt to like store jam. Yeah, um, we lo- we love our house guests. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, go to the dungeon. <laughs> so yeah, so um, Nelly came to him and basically was like, "Hi, can you get um your your boarder's daughter to marry my husband?" Um, like so apparently, like basically everything was the same except she came. To Reverend Cummings first. And initially, oh, like, okay. he was like, girl, I don't believe in ghosts. And she's like, bet. And you she do was now. Like, I'm a ghost. <laughs> she was like, son, the father, and me. I'm Nelly. Nice to meet ya. Nice to meet ya. Yeah, okay. So, basically, after that, like, regardless, Reverend Cummings kind of became obsessed with, like, the whole Nelly thing. Just like a lot of people did. Like I said, she kind of became, like, a, like a entertainment uh tourist attraction if you will Mm -hmm. um a sideshow right right so then um she had apparently shown herself to upwards of or over 100 people so reverend cummings had actually recorded and like had a like a like a journal of 35 different people's accounts of what happened so oh wow yeah yeah and like every single article is basically just like yep so that happened and we that's all that's all we got like i said like i said i I was putting four different articles together so um there might be some small things that i left out but like all the big shit that i was like uh excuse me like to me that's nuts like so many people don't believe in ghosts and then there's people here that are like yeah uh nelly over there is the town ghost right like i'm coming from iowa to see nelly (laughs) i know like i'm i'm kind of like can i go to sullivan right can i visit taunton bay right yeah what was it was it taunton I think I'm wrong. <laughs> it was uh, Sol- Sullivan. It started with a T. Taunton Bay. That is crazy, bro. Yeah, that is nuts. No, no, sorry. Something else is crazy. There was a... I was... Okay, this is nuts. I was looking back through my... That's crazy. I can't okay. wait to hear what you're talking about. <laughs> no, I'm... So, I always write my notes in the same notebook. Yes. And earlier, I was like, oh, what was the last thing I took notes in? Because I live in a notebook that has, like, five different sections in it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just open it up to <laughs> to a random page. Like, I don't go and order or anything because my life is chaos and I am chaos. So um, I, I went back, and this was from the Brandon um, – it was from the Brandon Swanson case, the um, young man who went missing in Minnesota oh, after, yeah. like, leaving a college party. And literally, one of the towns he went through was Taunton. Oh, really? Yeah. That's the last town his phone pinged on. Spooky-ooky. And and Taunton Bay is actually what it's called? Yeah. Okay, that was creepy. Because earlier I was, like, flipping through and I was like, oh, Taunton. That's funny. I feel like I read that recently. Like, literally, I was thinking that right before we started recording. Deja vu. <laughs> Bros. That's my, Wow. You were destined like, to tell the story. I know. I, I was destined to open my notebook and put it right next to that one. Wow. Uh, yeah, that is crazy. Oh, that I do have nuts. a polter groping update on my lights too, by the way. Um, oh. The update that no one wanted and no one asked for. Um, The light did randomly stop working one day. Oh. It's just like we would turn on the lights and the lights didn't turn on. Oh. And so we got... We changed out all. We changed out all four lights, or all two lights, and put four lights in two, two four smaller lights because there were two bigger lights. And now the lights don't blink at me. They're not polter groping. Oh, good. No groping. It was just a little here. too strong. <laughs> yeah, I, they were coming on a little strong. 
Yeah, it has no clues. Huh. At least it's fixed. (laughs) Yeah, it is. So that was super fucking random. Um, Miranda, have you decided what you're going to be for Halloween yet? Are you going to dress up? I don't think I'm going to dress up. (sighs) (laughs) What are you going to be? Well, I have two different costumes so far. Okay. Okay, so costume one, I'm going to be a skeleton. A spooky, scary skeleton. Perfect. I love Um, that. That is going to be the Friday before Halloween. And then the day of Halloween, I'm going to be a very popular 20th and 21st century damsel in distress. Oh. Is it anyone in particular or just... Of course it is. I said a very popular one. Well, I thought you were just saying, like, to dress up as a damsel in distress in general is popular. Fork, no, um, bread. 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 Damsel in distress. I definitely assumed you would know exactly what I was talking about no, the second I said I that. I don't. Okay, well, then you're going to have to wait and find out till Halloween. Oh, my gosh. A popular damsel in distress. <laughs> I just have no idea what's going on at all. Thank <laughs> Like I said, my brain is not functioning. I don't know why. Miranda, do you have any hints on what you're going to have for us next week? Um, no, I do not. Because to be frank with you, I don't know what it will be yet other than spooky. Spooky, scary skeletons and she forced down your spine. I'm never going to stop. I'm so sorry. I will That's not fine. stop. You should not stop. Never stop. Don't stop singing about how. But wait. What? Next week will be November when this comes out. November 1st. So should we do a spooky or a Thanksgiving? It's Dia de los Muertos. We must honor the dead. Okay. Sounds good. Talking about dead people. Sorry, I am so excited for Hallow's Eve. Oh, Hallow's Hallow's Eve. Halloweenie. Halloweenies. Holla. All right, Randy. So, I guess you'll have something spoopy for us next week. And yes. there will only be one thing left for us to say tonight. And that, and that is, is... I'll we... see you we. We. <laughs> I we see we. See Jews next, next Tuesday. And next month. Yee. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Can't you next week? A. Can't you?